Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And it's a pleasure to go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And welcome to the show, Tom Hodricourt. He is the, the longtime beat writer for the Milwaukee Brewers for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. And it's always good to hear his voice. Tom, thanks so much for the time and for joining us this morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Everything's great. And we understand you're making your way uh, via the roads to St. Louis from Milwaukee this morning. Yes, I liked my connections on the highway better than I liked them in the airways. <laughs> I like that. Hey, Tom, you've covered the Brewers for a long time, and I look at this team, and I especially look at the, the big three starters, and granted, they, they don't have Prince Fielder and uh, the, the offense that uh, the, the teams in the past had, but how does this Brewers team stack up to some of the best Brewer teams that you've covered? Well, it has by far the best pitching up and down the staff that I've uh seen from any team I've covered, and I've covered them a long time. You mentioned the top three, uh, you know, Burns, Peralta, and Woodruff. The Cardinals are going to see all three of them in this series, so they're going to see the Brewers best. They're in the top three of the top four ERAs in the major leagues, um, so I've never covered a team that has had three starting pitchers all up at the top of the major leagues in the ERA. And then their bullpen's been really good, too. So, you know, they rank in the top three uh, in the major leagues, um, most prominently with the Dodgers and the Giants in just about every pitching category, both starting and relieving. Tom, in Milwaukee, are people starting to look at this Brewers team and really consider them a World Series contender? Well, because of their pitching, I I think yes. Um, You know, because when you get – I don't think anybody's going to want to play the Brewers – you know, in a series and, and catch those first three pitchers and try to beat those guys. And, and the Brewers do have a good bullpen as well. You know, their offense has, you know, kind of been up and down. Right Lately, they've scored a lot of runs, but they've been facing a lot of bad pitching, too, just like the Cardinals have lately. Um, so, uh, you know, and Yelich has not been the Yelich of old. You know, he, if you go all the way back to the very first series the Brewers played in St. Louis, uh, you know, in early April. That's when Yelich hurt his back, came out of the game, missed five weeks, and he hasn't been the same since. In that, he doesn't really hit for power anymore. Um, not, you know, it's kind of a mystery where that element of his game went. But he started hit, swinging the bat a little bit better lately. He's nine for his last 17, hit some balls hard. He just hasn't been, lit, you know, elevating the ball and knocking it out of the park. But they've had a lot of other guys. They um, do good things. And they've had three in-season pickups who've all been tremendous for them. Lily Adamas, their shortstop, um, Rowdy Telez at first base, and then at the trade deadline, Eduardo Escobar, who plays third base and first base. Those guys have really made the offense a lot better. 
And Tom, you, you look at those trades, and then you look at the top of the lineup with uh, Colton Wong. What a job by David Stearns to put together a top of the lineup since the end of last season. Yeah, Colton's been tremendous. You know, you, you guys know from all the years he played in St. Louis what he can the impact he can make uh, when he's when he's going good. He's been on the IL three times this year, all, all with. Um, you know, lesser injuries, but still it's kept them out of the lineup. And they've missed him every time he's been out. And he really does a good job in that leadoff spot. And quite often on the days that they have a good offensive game, he's right in the middle of it, or more specifically right at the top of it. He uh, He's hit some home runs in the, in the open games, too. So he gives you that, that bolt right out of the chute. And, but, you know, and, and you guys know what kind of defense he can play. They are they're so much better up the middle with him at second and Donaldson short, Lorenzo Kane or Jackie Bradley Jr. in center, Narvaez catching. They're so they're very strong up the middle defensively. Tom, the Cardinals are still 10 games back in the division, but they're on a six-game winning streak right now. From the Brewers' standpoint, are they viewing the Cardinals as a threat right now at all? When they when you enter this series, I'm just curious from the Milwaukee perspective how you're viewing the Cardinals right now. Yeah, well, because they, the two teams play 13 more times, um, you have to consider the Cardinals having a say in the division. You know, they're pretty far behind the Brewers, um, and then they've got the Reds between them and the Brewers. But that wild card race is really tightened up with the Padres kind of backing up a little bit. So they know the Cardinals, you know, are, are smelling, you know, a possible late playoff run, and they have – so many games left against the Brewers. The schedule is very weird in how they kind of clump division games together. And, and you know, the, I know after the Brewers um, and the Card and the Cardinals play, the Cardinals then have seven of their next nine game against the Pirates. And and the Brewers just finished their season series with the Pirates and went fourteen and five against them. Mm. And, uh, and so if you've got games left against the Pirates and the Cubs, and I know the Cardinals have some games against the Cubs, they're, like, worse than the Pirates now. You know, they traded off their whole team. They've lost, what, 12 in a row, I think. Um, it's two gosh-awful teams in the division, and the Cubs and the Pirates. And so you just got to fatten up against those teams when you play them. Tom Hodricourt covers the Brewers for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Tom, I think it's interesting that the Brewers are 20 games over 500 on the road and only five games over 500 at home. Not that that's a bad thing, but is home field a big carrot for them in the playoffs? Yeah, we, we ask Count, Craig Council and manager about that all the time, and we usually get a big shrug of the shoulders. <laughs> he, he calls it fun with numbers. <laughs> and, and, his, and his point is they don't care how, how you make the bread as long as the bread tastes good and rises and, and all that. So as long as that – but 40 and 20 really sticks out, you know, on the road. You know, the old winning formula is supposed to be win at home and play 500 on the road. They've mm-hmm. kind of done the opposite. So um, it, it's almost better to play the Brewers in Milwaukee, you know, than it is uh, on the road. They're just so good on the road. And it's just one of those things. I do think um, veteran teams, you know, tend to play a little better on the road. They're just not distracted by all the other stuff. And um, they are veteran teams. So, but that is interesting. And, um, you know, if they, if they can start pushing the envelope at home, they'll run away with the division. 
Hey, Tom, a couple of more things. The St. Louis and Devin Williams, the rookie of the year, had the injury early on. But, man, 15 straight appearances without allowing a run, 23 out of 24 games without allowing a run. He's been lights out lately, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And he helped them. You know, the Brewers had uh, a big COVID outbreak go through their bullpen, and they missed uh, – it's, at one time, they had four guys on the COVID list. They're all, they're all back now. But during that time, when Josh Hader was on the COVID list, Williams served as the closer and did just fine. And But when they have uh, Boxberger in the seventh, Williams in the eighth, and Hader in the ninth, not many teams are coming from behind to beat the Brewers. They're, they're both in at the back end's really been good. Devin, you know, how good are you when you have a, a – pitch that has a nickname his, his changeup's called the air bender um you know when when a when a nickname gets put on one of your pitches it's a pretty good pitch yeah you're you're right about that hey one last thing and we have such great appreciation for the job that craig council does and we mentioned earlier that he he's kind of had to Heck, the, the team's had 60 players this year, 60 different players. But Craig Council just keeps the Brewers going. What does he do that's different, that's able, that, that he's able to keep this team rolling like he does? Yeah, he's flexible. He's, they're not, the, the, this bunch, and it goes up to the president of baseball operations, David Stearns, and the general manager, Matt Arnold. Matt Arnold they're not afraid to think out of the box and, and try different stuff. Like, for one thing, in going from 60 to 162 games, they really wanted to protect their starting pitchers because their innings are going to jump up so much from last year to this year. So he's regularly been using six starters, you know, or using off days to serve as the sixth, you know, starter. And and it's worked great, and the players have to buy into it. And it's all about trying to protect these guys' arms. Like Peralta's, like way over any innings he's ever pitched because he used to pitch out of the bullpen. And he's been fantastic. So just being flexible, you know, and, and uh, the way he uses his pitching staff, the way he uses offense, and also, you know, to show you they're they're not afraid to think out of the box. Eduardo Escobar had never played first base. Well, they've got him playing first base some. It's it's been a little adventurous over there. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure in the playoffs if they have a one run lead, they want him over at first base. <laughs> but but they're just not a, they're not afraid to try stuff. And you sit in your 60 players. How good does a manager have to be just to coordinate that? I mean, it's been a revolving door on their roster. Their their previous club record was 53. They blew that out of the water. You know, generally when you have that many guys play on your team, you're not very good. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, well, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to have the Brewers in, Tom. First time the Cardinals and Brewers have played in three months. Tom, safe travels to St. Louis. We love your work, and we appreciate you taking the time with us this morning. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Take care. And you can follow Tom on Twitter at Hodricourt, H-A-U-D-R-I-C-O-U-R-T, Hodricourt. And he does a great job of covering the Brewers. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. 
While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.